The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. Have I got a modern-day miracle for you? Well, actually, my guest does. He has a whole bunch of them. He's been traveling the world talking to people, investigating their stories of modern-day miracles. And I thought, as the year is drawing to a close and the new year beginning, that we could all use some miracles. This has not been a terribly, uh, this has been a rather subdued uh, holiday season so far. Um, And (laughs) people are not quite as cheery as... as, uh, Usually, uh, as they usually are during the holiday season, there's a kind of forced quality to it. So I thought that my listeners would love to hear, as I would, um, about some modern-day miracles for the new year because we could uh, use some optimism for 2010. My guest is Sid Roth. Uh, as I said, he's an investigative journalist, and he has, he's a best-selling author of many books, including his autobiography, which is called There Must Be Something More. Welcome to the show, Sid. Well, thank you for having me. Um, we're, <laughs> we're hoping that you will... Well, first of all, I, I know that you also think that this has not been a great uh, end of the year. We're sort of not ending on a particularly high note. Well... I'm such an optimist, to be quite candid with you. Uh, Where I'm at transcends experience. Uh, As you're aware of, for the last 35 years, I've been investigating the invisible world. Uh, Most people deal with what they see with their eyes, and that, to me, is like the tip of the iceberg. All the action is under the water, and you can't see it, and, of course, the world says seeing is believing, but that was before we had a microscope and a telescope and <laughs> all these other things where we now see things that uh, are in to our natural eye, are invisible. And based on what I know about the invisible world, I'm as optimistic a man as you can speak to. Well, that's very good to hear. <laughs> well, okay, tell us about what you've been doing for the past 35 years and, and uh, I mean, how you set about to do this. Well, uh, just, just a real brief, uh, I happen to be Jewish um, and I um, got involved in the New Age, which is a, a term that covers a lot of different things. And as a result of getting involved in the New Age, uh, I got in over my head. Uh, the human mind can just take so much when 
when you're dealing in an invisible world. And make a long story short, uh, if you've ever seen the movie The Exorcist or read the book, uh, I experienced such a phenomena, and um, I was literally rescued supernaturally by God. And uh, on the worst day of my life, if I might mention this to you, uh, I, I always was an optimist who always thought that life would always find an answer no matter how bad things get. I was always a positive thinker. But I reached my limit. I guess every human uh, has a limit. And I reached my limit uh, being involved in uh, the New Age. Uh, and I, I cried out to God with all of my heart, if you're there, you I wasn't say, even when sure. You say, what, wait, when you say that you got in over your head, I mean, were you taking psychedelic drugs, or were you no, following a guru? No, no. Or? Uh, no, well, yeah, it's pretty close to that. I, actually, I can tell you exactly what I did. I, t I took a uh, course called uh, Silva Mind Control, which basically teaches you how to meditate, how to lower your brain waves uh, through mental exercise, and, and invite an imaginary friend into your head. The only problem is it wasn't imaginary, it was real. Mm. <laughs> and so that's what I mean by over my head. Uh, if you had something inside of you, uh, and you were a logical mm. thinker such as I am, Am, and this thing that was inside of you had, was intelligent, and you came through a series of investigations to find that it was evil, uh, that's a pretty scary thing. I mean, being Jewish, I'm not going to go to a priest, and most priests wouldn't even know what to do with it. Uh, a rabbi would send me, pardon the expression, to a psychiatrist, and what would you do with it, doctor? Yeah, I would say you're manic. <laughs> But, but see the, <laughs> see you're the manic deal. depressive and going through a manic phase. <laughs> yeah, you might say that, except for the fact that I, because I am so logical, and if I gave you information that I had never been fed uh, from my brain, I'd never studied, and I could give that to you, uh, then you would come up with another conclusion, mm -hmm. and that's what was going on with me. Uh, mm -hmm. I knew things that my brain had never had enter in it, and I knew it from this imaginary friend that was inside of mm. me, and I knew it was evil. So uh, to be quite candid with you, I know that's what you would say, or any other competent psychiatrist would say. So that's why I didn't even bother the psychiatrist route. Uh, and, and I prayed as sincere a prayer as I knew. I, I went to a Jewish bookstore, and I bought a, a mezuzah, a silver mezuzah, and I put it around my neck. You know, I'd seen enough vampire <laughs> movies, and I, I figured somehow this might help me. Uh, uh -huh. And, and I, I asked God to help me, and I went to bed, and this is my story. It happened over 35 years ago. I went to bed, and uh, I preferred not waking up. Life was too difficult. But I did wake up. And when I woke up, I had, ne and by the way, I've never taken drugs, and I've never been an alcoholic, um, so I can't uh, relate to those experiences. However, I experienced, tan and the best way I can describe it, the tangible reality of the love of God, as I had never experienced in my life. In fact, the atmosphere was so filled with a tangible presence of love that if I wanted to be fearful, and I might add fear was the number one uh, thing that was bothering me, if I wanted to be fearful, I could not. And I might also add, 
I heard the voice of God for the first time in my life. And what he said to me was, I hate divorce. I had been separated from my wife and daughter for a year. Return to your wife Uh and daughter. And I did. And God restored my marriage. He restored my mind. He set me free of this uh, demonic entity, evil entity that was inside of me. And uh, I'm not a dummy. I've been with him ever since. Uh, And it's been my sincerest desire uh, to, you know, there are a lot of counterfeits of the supernatural. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone with half a brain knows that. But you can't have a good counterfeit, Carol, unless it's a counterfeit of something authentic. If there's no authentic, then mm-hmm. why bother have a, having a counterfeit $3 bill? It, it's, not, right. it's not an intelligent thing. And so right. I've spent, spent my life trying to find the authentic. And, and let's just go back a bit. Before all of this, before this happened to you 35 years ago, you were a successful stockbroker, is that right? Yes, with Merrill Lynch. I'm a college graduate. Um, I, I, if you get to know me, you'll find I'm a very logical thinker. But, uh, you know, if you're not dealing with all the facts, logic doesn't help you a whole lot. I found there is an invisible world. And I have found in this invisible world, there's good and there's evil. And I've also found a way to know the difference between the good and the evil. And what I've done uh, over all of these years, I have a television show and I have my own radio show, uh, is I have looked for the authentic. I might add that I happen to be financially independent. I do not do this for money. I do this to help people. As you said, at the start of your uh, radio show, uh, we're looking for some good news. Can I tell you some good news of someone that had a miracle? Yes. Okay. Uh, I have a book, which you're aware of, called Supernatural Healing. And I took the best miracle stories I could find from my own personal investigation over all of these years of trying to find the authentic. I might also add, this isn't an exception, what I'm about ready to tell you. And this is what I believe should be the norm. I happen to be in favor of medical doctors. I happen to be in favor of alternative medicine. But there are certain things that happen in life that the best doctors and the best alternative medicine people can't help us with. And that's when you move into the supernatural and into God. Uh, I interviewed uh, actually three of the stories in my book are by medical doctors. Uh, of things that happened to them personally. Uh, and uh, the one that I wanted to tell you about is a doctor who is an internal uh, medicine uh, medical doctor, uh, Dr. Tom Renfro. And Dr. Renfro developed terminal lymphoma, a very fast-moving type of cancer. In fact, uh, and this is what's so amazing, because, again, I look for the authentic. I look for as much proof as I could find of the authentic. Uh, and, and Dr. Renfrew's wife was so positive he would be healed, although the prognosis was death, painful death, quick death. Nothing could be done to help him, nothing from the medical viewpoint, and he should know. He was a medical doctor. His wife was so convinced that God was going to heal him, that she took her home videos every day of his progression downhill. And, and I have to tell you, 
it is one of the most grotesque. I wouldn't recommend you look at it, although if you went to my website, you could see, you could actually look at the footage of his body deteriorating before your very eyes. There are lumps and welts on his body. He goes down to weighing almost nothing. And uh, he was dying. And he knew it as a medical doctor and everyone else. But his wife was convinced he was going to be healed. And I can tell you, in a matter of an instant, he had an encounter with God. And from this encounter, he was totally healed. And today, he's currently practicing medicine. Hmm. Now, that is good news. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, I have a feeling we're going to be interrupted any second, which is not good news. But when we come back, I would like you to tell us... um, how he had this encounter with God. Um, it, it's you know. an amazing story. <laughs> okay. Well, we're, we're going to be left on a cliffhanger here. Um, when we come back, we'll hear more from the miracle man, Sid Roth. We're uh, looking at all kinds of miracles for the new year so that uh, we can be assured that we can find them too. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST for 
p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, with some modern-day miracles for you for the new year. My guest is Sid Roth. He's an investigative journalist in Modern Day Miracles, and he started telling us about uh, the first one um, that he was telling us about, not his first miracle uh, that he knew of, but this Dr. Renfro, who was deathly ill and had an encounter with God, and that essentially cured him. And how did he have this encounter? Uh, well, as I said earlier, his wife was so convinced that this that this medical doctor that had terminal fast-acting lymphoma, uh, and this is as documented a miracle as you will ever find, was so convinced he would be healed. The reason it's so documented is she videotaped him each day, as to, you know, with his shirt off and all the welts and everything on his body, and he was going down to nothing. Well, they said that uh, chemo would not help. And as a matter of fact, if he had chemo, he, his body had so deteriorated uh, that it would kill him. I mean, his body was not healthy enough. Right. And uh, even if his body was healthy enough, this type of lymphoma, chemo, wouldn't help. And he heard a word from God. And God said, take the chemo. And his medical brain said, no. But what his wife had been doing is, and I don't, I don't know if your listeners are familiar with this, Carol, but in the Tanakh, uh, in the Torah, uh, there are many, many scriptures, and especially in the Psalms, having to do with physical healing. And what his wife did is she found these sentences in the Torah about physical healing and began to pray them and saying, God, you did this, do it one more time, over and over again. She was convinced that God was going to heal him. So he hears this message from God to have chemo, which is a prognosis, which would be, he was going to die anyway, but the, the chemo would just speed it up. So he went and he had his first treatment of chemo, um, which if it would help, which it would not, but if it would help, one treatment is not going to cure a man in this condition. Right. One treatment, immediately after he had this treatment, he was instantly healed. Instantly. The lumps went down. I mean, he became normal. And as I said, today he's a practicing internist. Now, mm. that is a miracle, and uh, I would defy anyone anywhere <laughs> to prove it's phony because of so much documentation. But there's one that's even better than that in the book. Can I tell you about her? Yeah. 
Uh, her name is uh, Dolores Winder, and Dolores had a disease in which her bones would become brittle and old before their time. She was in such pain uh, that she uh, had to have uh, a neck brace and a body cast and became pretty much immobile. But the pain was so horrible. I mean, she was, they, they don't do this today, but they gave her a surgery at the time that they only give to people that are going to die. Why? It's not reversible. The name of the procedure is called percutaneous cordotomy. And what that is a complex word that means burning out the nerves in the brain so there'll be no feeling in the body. Well, she had this done. And there's no reversal, but at least she could live with the pain. And she was able to shuffle her feet, but she couldn't really walk, but she could shuffle a little bit. They asked her not to walk, but she, she, she was able to do that. And uh, she was watching TV one day, and uh, she saw a program of a woman who is now deceased. Uh, that uh, Her name is Catherine Coleman, and she immediately turned it off. Uh, because she thought this was a woman that had lots of miracles and prayed for people, sort of like a Benny Hinn today, but her name was Catherine mm -hmm. Coleman. Uh, and she turned it off because she thought the whole thing was fake. And uh, she, again, she heard a message, because uh, this woman was a very spiritual person, uh, and she believed that message was from God. And the message was, go to her meeting. Well, she couldn't go to the store, let alone go to her meeting. But she found out this woman was having a meeting a few miles away from where she lived. And mm -hmm. so she uh, got her friend to drive her, and she had to be carried into the meeting. And she's sitting there, and she sees this woman do things that are horrific to her. She sees this woman touch people, and they fall over backwards. And she says, what phoniness. This whole thing must be staged. So she gets a, a friend to help get someone to carry her out. She's ready to leave. She's angry. And all of a sudden, her feet start burning. I mean, burning with tremendous heat. And so a man walks up to her, who she doesn't know, uh, and says to her, can I help you? And she said, yes. Will you carry me out of this meeting? I, I have to leave. And uh, he said, well, you seem to be in distress. What is the matter? And she said, my legs are burning. My legs are burning. And, and so uh, he said, well, I'm a medical doctor. Uh, could you tell me uh, what your condition is? And so she, she explained what, you know, this condition where her bones were getting old and brittle before their time and that she had had a procedure called percutaneous cordotomy, and she figured that would get rid of the man because no one knows what that term means. This man knew what it was. 
he turned out to be a medical doctor that was there to verify miracles. And he had hmm. been on the stage, and God spoke to him. And he was on the platform, and God spoke to him, and he walked off. There were 3,000 people in the audience. He walks off the platform and walks directly up to this one woman, because God told him to do it. And she said, my legs are burning, he said to her. Don't you think that's strange? If you have no feeling in your lower part of your body, how could your legs be burning? And she thought, you're right. (laughs) They can't be burning. And so he said to her, he almost commanded her, he said, go in the restroom and take your body brace off, take your cast off. And for some reason, she did it. She went in the restroom, she took it off, She then came out, and he escorts her on the platform where this woman, Catherine Coleman, was speaking. And Catherine Coleman tells her to walk. She starts walking. She couldn't walk before. And then before 3,000 people, she starts running. And she was instantly healed. She was preparing for death. Now, how, okay, but... In front of 3,000 people. (laughs) How do you know about? Is, are these are, are these two examples you that you've given book, us so far? You'll see the doctor's reports. No, but I mean, how? Tell us about what you do as far as like are these people who you've met, or how? Do, how have you come? You know, how are these stories? Uh, how did you become acquainted with these stories? Well, you have to understand. I've I've been investigating miracles. Uh, well, yes, for, that's what I want uh, you to tell us about. A long period of time. How, and how do you res- do that? Well, as a result of having investigated for a long period of time, people send me uh, letters about what's happened to them. They send Mm. books if they've written. And we have an entire staff whose full-time job is to investigate. And Mm. so we do investigate. If we find someone that's phony, then we don't even waste our time. Who wants to see someone phony? Uh, So we have an entire staff that investigates miracles. Um, and if you, uh, if, is it okay to say my web page? Well, yeah, but we usually give that out at the end. Okay. Because we well, don't want anyone, people turning to your fine. web page. And <laughs> and then, no, that's fine. But if uh, anyone cares to see, uh, I mean, as I said, that Dr. Tom Renfro, you can see his body literally being uh, destroyed well, before your very what eyes. What I'm interested in is how you started out on this. I mean, after with your own journey, like you didn't always have a staff. How did you go from... You're right. One I person. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, after I had that encounter with God, my whole paradigm of life was changed. And I have to tell you, I, dis- I, I, it was a passion to understand the good in the invisible world. And I have found a book I call the Truth Book, because otherwise, I mean, and everyone's entitled uh, to have... Uh, uh, you know, whatever that feels good to say it's truth, but I've been around long enough to know that everything that feels good is not necessarily good. So I found a truth book. It's another name for the truth book, is the Bible. And based on the Bible, I can tell whether a miracle is from God or from a demonic area. Based on investigation, I can tell whether a miracle is phony or whether it's real. That's the easy part, the investigation. The more difficult part is determining whether the miracle is coming from good or coming from evil. And I've been doing this for so many years that I've developed a pretty much a sense uh, for 
based on studying the truth book, uh, the Bible, and based on my experience, I can usually tell if someone's uh, phony or not. Well, but I have to you... tell you one more thing that might interest. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I, I just I, I, before you get too far ahead, I just want to know how you started out with this. You had your own experience, but then how did you start finding people to investigate as far as their miracles were concerned? Oh, okay. Well, there's a little bit more to the story, but <laughs> I can only tell you so much uh, on this, in a short period of time. However, um, what happened is, uh, just as I was directed by that evil when I was involved in the New Age, when I gave my heart over to God, I was started being directed by God. And he put me in the oil business, and the oil provided an income for me. While it provided an income for me, I started investigating miracles, and um, I actually had no desire to be behind a microphone. I was literally pushed to be behind a microphone. I always saw myself, as, a, as you know, I was a stockbroker at Merrill Lynch. I always saw myself on the business side of, of like, say, a radio show or a television show, never as, as, a, as an on-air personality. Uh, but I volunteered my services for a man uh, that had a, an organization in which uh, they, it was Bible study, etc. And uh, he started a radio show and uh, he asked me to help him with it, and every time it was time for him to go on the air, something happened, and he couldn't go on the air, and if I didn't do the show, there would have been no show. So I was pushed, is the way I like to say it, I was pushed into radio, and the same thing happened with me in TV. I mean, the most amazing miracle happened to get me on television. <laughs> I think you need to come to Hollywood and teach one of the actors how to do this. I have a great desire. That would be a miracle. <laughs> we I do need to take desire. a break. <laughs> My guest is Sid Roth, and uh, we're talking about modern day miracles, bringing some optimism into uh, 2010. And I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. 
Dr. Carroll is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, here with the miracle man, Sid Roth. He's uh, an investigative journalist in modern-day miracles. He started out being a lone journeyman on his own journey, and now he has a staff of people investigating miracles, uh, making sure, finding out which ones are true miracles and which ones are not, and which ones are from the good uh, part of the invisible world and which ones are from the demonic parts. Um, so, okay, we, we were take us, continue to take us along your journey with you. Well, I was, uh, you know, I just, when we were off air, I found out that you're uh, based in California, and uh, uh, I, I mentioned to you that I just uh, was in a suburb of Los Angeles, Oxnard, California. I ran a couple of advertisements. I rented a room in a, uh, in a regular hotel, uh, and uh, I was shocked. Uh, the ad said, uh, uh, American Israeli, I happen to be Israeli and also American, uh, is going to, that has studied the paranormal for 30 plus years, is going to give a lecture on the paranormal, and many people that attend the lecture will be physically healed. There's no admission. Well, I didn't have any, I, I happened to be in Los Angeles anyway. I was a guest on, uh, uh, TBN network, and, uh, so I figured I'd give it a try and see what happened. I was shocked, Carol. 400, How many people came? 400 oh people God. up at this lecture. I absolutely shocked. I had no idea this would happen. And huh. then something happened to me that uh, it normally happens, but not the way it did. The minute they gave me the microphone, um, the Spirit of God started giving me words of knowledge of what was going on physically with people in the room. And so I, uh, I started teaching from the Torah, uh, Ishiyahu, or Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. Um, and it, it actually, before I was even teaching from the Torah, this happened. Uh, and so I said, now I want everyone that had something wrong with them physically, uh, that like a pain of some sort, uh, and then the symptom you know, in other words, certain things, uh, it'll take time to know if you're healed. If you have cancer, you're not going to know immediately unless it's a lump. Right. This, unless perhaps it was a lump that disappeared. But if you're able to know, and I knew most people would not know, uh, if someone has diabetes, they're not going to know if they're healed. Right. But uh, some people, like if they have excruciating back pain for 15 years, uh, 
they're going to know <laughs> if the pain is gone. Right. Uh, and so I said, everyone that came in with a symptom of a physical nature, uh, that you knew you had that problem, and now the problem is gone, please stand up. And without exaggerating, something like 30 people stood up and stated they were instantly healed. Then I began to read from the Torah, and one of my favorite passages uh, was uh, written uh, uh, almost 3,000 years ago, and it's by uh, a Jewish prophet by the name of Isaiah, and it's so beautiful. And I read it, and in fact, the rabbis say uh, that this is speaking about the Messiah, uh, but it's very strange. They call him the leprous, like leprosy, the leprous Mm -hmm. Messiah. And the reason they call him the leprous Messiah is because it says that he would carry our pains and carry our sicknesses. Mm. And then it says, but by his it says most of the Jewish people would reject him and not realize he was the Messiah. And uh, we would think he was suffering for his own sins, but he would be suffering for the sins and the diseases of humanity. And then it goes on to say in the Jewish scriptures that by his wounds we would be healed. And, uh, of course, I have come to know who this one is talking about. And many of the people there, there's very prominent people showed up. I was shocked uh, on two counts. I was shocked, number one, by how many people showed up. And I was shocked, number two, by how prominent these people were. And as I began to share this, the same presence of God that came in my bedroom over 35 years ago when I began to read the 53rd chapter of the prophet Isaiah, came into uh, the auditorium, and people had encounters with God because they could clearly see, without even any commentary, without me saying, this is my opinion, just reading what was written almost 3,000 years ago, everyone in the room recognized who I was speaking about. And uh, as a matter of fact, one of my greatest passions is to have people think for themselves. Uh, I said to you before we went on the air, I'm not particularly religious, but I do have intimacy with God, and I do have the truth book, the Bible. And it's my greatest desire that not, if someone's Jewish, stay Jewish. If someone's Muslim, stay stay Muslim. That's, That's personal. That's family. But my greatest desire is for everyone to experience the love of God. My greatest desire is for everyone to get rid of the things separating them from God so they can experience this great love. And I've experienced it. I know that I'm not special. I know that God is the only one that is special. And... uh, so when people go to my webpage and look at these shows, I do have an ulterior motive. My ulterior motive is for people to experience the same peace and joy. I might add, I don't charge anything. I don't have a, a synagogue or a church. Uh, now, if if we sell books by the guests that you know, if they wrote their stories, etc., then they would send us money. Uh, but it, it, it's I'm not in business for money. Yes, who, I didn't understand that last part. 
Uh, I, I said that if, if a guest has written a book, we may sell their book, but that's uh-huh. not the purpose of our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the purpose of our that's show is said. what I said. I want mm-hmm. people to have okay, their well, own intimacy. Okay, well, what do you think gets in the way? What gets in the way of, of people um, to, getting to, closer to, to be God? candid with your religion, <laughs> um, uh, I believe, uh, well, you asked the question, so I'm going to answer. In Christianity, we have picked up so much tradition that a Christian looks at Christianity and they don't realize how Jewish it is. In Judaism, we have a new form of Judaism called Rabbinic Judaism. It's very different than Torah Judaism. So when a, um, a, a Jew looks at Christianity, they say, that's the only thing I can't look at. Actually, I believe it was a mistake for Christianity to get started. Uh, I believe that the whole thing is Jewish. And I believe there's only one God. When you're God. in love, the whole world is Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, I believe there's only one God. It's called the Shema. It's a prayer in Judaism. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Achad. Here, O Lord, the Lord, here, O God, the Lord is God. The Lord is one. And I believe in one God. I believe, just as there's one God for the whole world, and his name is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, there is one Messiah for the whole world. It's not a Messiah for the Jews and a Messiah for the Christians and a Messiah for the Muslims. How could there ever be shalom on earth if we have three different Messiahs? One God, one Messiah. It happens to be the Jew Jesus. That's what I, when I read Isaiah 53, I challenge anyone to come up with any other conclusion. And that's who it's speaking about. Written almost 900 years before Jesus even came to earth. And so I think there's a lot of disservice because of religion and misinformation. You pull the religion out of Christianity. You pull the religion out of Judaism. You pull the religion out of Islam. And you come up with God's plan for each individual to have intimacy with him. Out of that intimacy comes purpose of life. Out of that intimacy comes healing. That's my agenda. Hmm. Well, that's certainly an interesting way of of looking at that. I mean, um, you know, there is certainly a uh, a comfort and a um, you know, well, I mean, we're going through the holiday season. Certainly, there are rituals, Jewish rituals, um, Christian rituals uh, that I I guess part that that are very comforting and and it's you know wonderful to keep on passing on the tradition from from uh, generation to generation. I, I, but I, I hear what you're saying, that, that one should not just get stuck in, the, in these um, what, trappings or um, even writings. Um, no matter how beautiful something is, if it is preventing you, if you need a middleman to have intimacy with God, a, a, a pastor, a pope, a rabbi, then that's not what God intended. The purpose of the middleman is to facilitate you having your intimacy with God. The problem is the middleman has become the end, rather than God being the end of the equation. I, I, I have a, I'm not a, a doctor, Carol, as you are, uh, uh, but I, I have a prescription for you and all of your guests at this uh, particular end of the year, and it's the 91st Psalm. Uh, You're probably familiar with a little bit about it, but one thing you're not familiar with is the 91st Psalm has protection 
for every possible problem that could happen in life, uh, whether it's a terrorist attack, whether it's sickness, whether it's financial problems. And if someone is feeling a little blue, I, I have a prescription for them. Take the 91st Psalm, mm-hmm. any Bible, whether it's the Muslim Bible, the Christian Bible, or the Jewish Bible. The 91st Psalm is the same. And in the 91st Psalm, if you will read this out loud and personalize it, uh, let me give you uh, uh, an example. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Rather than read it that way, read it this way. I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Therefore, I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, You are my refuge and my fortress, my God. In you I will trust. If someone will take this entire psalm, which is the 91st psalm, personalize it, say it out loud three times a day, they will find the atmosphere around them will supernaturally change and from the mixture of demonic and just pollution it's going to be the presence of god all around them so that's my prescription for everyone that is listening today Hmm. well we'll have to talk more about that um you know well, well, we boy, the time is going by so quickly. But when we come back, I, I would like you to uh, tell us how you discovered that for yourself. Um, we're talking today, listening to the Miracle Man, Sid Roth, telling us about his journey into miracles. And uh, we're talking about bringing miracles into 2010, which is something we all need. So keep listening. We're uh, heading into the last segment of our show. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com 
Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch, where we're talking today about modern-day miracles for the new year, giving you sort of a heads-up on to uh, as far as how you can bring some into your own life. My guest is Sid Roth. He's an investigative journalist in modern-day miracles. And before the break, he was uh, telling us about the 91st Psalm. And uh, instead of take two aspirin in the morning, he was telling us to take three 91st Psalms every day. So tell us about how you, where did this come from? How did you discover this and how, what uh, evidence do you have that this works? Uh, well, first of all, I discovered it from what I said earlier, what I call the truth book, the Bible, the same book that Christians use and that uh, Jewish people use in regard is uh, from God. And uh for instance, uh, the 91st Psalm. How did I come up with that? It, it came I mean, why the 91st and not the 90th or the 92nd? Oh, oh, well, they're all wonderful. But that one covers every problem. I like something that is inclusive. Yeah, you know, if I have a cure for cancer and someone has heart trouble, it's not going to help them too much. Uh-huh. Uh, but if there's something that's going to cover everything, I like this. Uh, for, for instance, Joshua. Uh, in, in the Torah, uh, in, in Joshua, in the first chapter, this is what God instructed to Joshua. He said, Joshua, if you will meditate on my word, on the scriptures, day and night, and in the Hebrew, the word meditate means different than what most people think. The word meditate in the Hebrew is to mumble mumble out loud. So what is God saying? If you will mumble out loud my promises day and night, you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers, and you'll never dry up. And so uh, what I'm suggesting someone do is take one of the great, it's not the only one, there are many great passages. I just suggested this one because it's so inclusive. Uh, uh, And so if you will meditate on God's Word, you will literally change the invisible world around you. 
And again, meditate is to mumble out loud. So what I suggested someone do is take the 91st Psalm and speak it out loud, but personalize it for yourself. In other words, change the words for rather than corporately, make it individually, make it to you. And uh, I can tell you, if there's someone listening to me right now, um, and they are depressed, if they will take this prescription, and the price is right, you don't even need Medicare for this particular mm-hmm. one, you don't need the health legislation, it's free. You can go to any, mm-hmm. any hotel and grab a Bible, anyone's mm-hmm. Bible, and you'll find it there. Uh, and if you'll meditate on that word, that depression will lift. Uh, but actually, as I was speaking to you, Carol, God spoke to me, and he told me that someone has a pain in their back right now, and someone in their right hip has a pain, um, and if they will just walk a little bit or bend a little bit, uh, in, in fact, uh, the presence of God is going on necks, strong on backs, very strong on backs and necks uh, and hips. Uh, if you will test that part of your body, you may be listening on Internet right now uh, or on radio or on tape, but uh, if you will test it right now, you'll see that you got a little late Christmas present or a little late Hanukkah present. Uh, huh. And that that's just a bonus from God. But uh, I, I have to go back to... Uh, a- actually, there's one other thing I'd like to mention to you. I was mm-hmm. thinking about... Uh, the uh, Jewish prophet Malachi, uh, which you could find in the Christian Bible or in the Jewish Bible. And it talks about the sun. This is in the fourth chapter. It says the sun, not S-O-N, S-U-N. The sun of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. Behold, I will send Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. So what God is saying here is the fathers, according to my study of the scriptures in the truth book, uh, are the Jewish people. The fathers are Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the Jewish people. So what is God saying? That just before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord, the wrap-up of everything, if you will, there will be a knitting together of the fathers, the Jewish people, with the children. Who are the children of the Jewish people? The Christians. Because Christianity is Jewish. All the first Christians were all Jews. So what God is saying is he's insisting that the Christians and the Jews become one. If they don't, there'll be a curse on the earth. But if they do, there'll be such a mitzvah and such a blessing on planet earth. And so that is, again, a passion that I have. Is to, I just want people to think for themselves. Uh, for instance, we just finished Hanukkah in, in Christmas. Uh, the prophet Micah uh, talks about uh, that a child, it actually says, the Jewish prophet Micah says, a child will be born in Bethlehem of Judea. 
at the time that, and I like to use his Hebrew name rather than his English name. His English name is Jesus, but his Hebrew name is Yeshua. It says that a child will be born in Bethlehem of Judea, and everyone will follow him. Well, this child born in Bethlehem of Judea, there were five Bethlehems at the time Yeshua was born. He just happened to be born in Bethlehem of, of Judea. And then Isaiah, the Jewish prophet, says in Isaiah chapter 7, uh, verse 14, uh, is amazing passage. He says, Therefore the Lord, behold, himself will give you a sign. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son. His name shall be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel, of course, is Hebrew for God is with us. This mysterious child will be born. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, 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 I was trying, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I want to give you a chance to tell everybody your website so that if people can, can find out more of uh, where your radio show is and your television show and all of that. SidRoth.org, S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot org. Okay, SidRoth.org, that's easy enough, and your, and your radio show is on... The radio show uh, is, is on the Internet, and the TV's on the Internet. Uh, the TV, though, we're on a lot of uh, national and international channels, so you can get in every city of the U.S. Well, you know, okay, and, and I appreciate, you know, I, I, think, uh, I, I think probably some of my listeners are, agree with some of what you said, and some agree with other parts of what you said, and some may, you know, wonder wonder what planet you've come from, but I think that the... You know, you've brought us back to something that really gets missed in modern day while we're rushing around, and that is that uh, some of the greatest comfort, whatever religion you are, some of the greatest comfort can be still found in the Bible and can be still found uh, in trying to cultivate an intimate relationship with God and a very personal, you know, relationship, depending upon your own beliefs. But, but I think we run around like chickens without heads, uh, worrying about health, worrying about the uh, uh, underwear bomber, worrying about the economy, lo- losing our job, all these things, and yet um, such comfort and and perhaps such help um, is right here with us all the time, you know, trying to communicate in our own personal way with God, and I think that's a very important message, and thank you very much for sharing that with us. Well, thank you, Carol. You you know, God says, I send my rain on the just and the unjust alike. He's here. He's with us. And thank you all for listening. And I hope hope you will have a more in-depth personal relationship with God and miracles that come from that. So thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. And I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.